All right. So I'm sorry about the wait. Um, I got really into the show cheer and I just really wasn't feeling it. Like a lot of the topics are so overwhelming. Like they're going to definitely have to be multi-parters, like a lot of the stars. Um, but I am back with something that I am excited about because it's a toxic couple and toxic couples really just, oof, they, they draw me in. Like I just love them. And I really was like, honestly drawn to this couple because first of all I like was someone who was like very into American Horror Story when it first came out like I saw them all the way up to Coven season five Coven really kind of disgusted me it was like too campy for me but like Murder House Asylum like that was my shit I loved them and like that's how I know Evan Peters like I just like everybody else was like a teenager and I was like oh he's cute and you know, he's edgy. I I liked him. So like, it felt very similar to like the Pete episode where this was someone that I liked, like in the my peripheral vision, like I knew them as a star, I didn't know them that well. Um, But generally, I didn't have any negative feelings about them. But um, yeah, Evan is could not be more different than Pete Davidson. The toxic relationship that he was or is still in um, could not be more different than Ariana and Pete. Um, Pete and Ariana dated a few months and had all that crazy shit. Um, Emma and Evan dated seven years on and off. So it was like this, it was a completely different, like slow toxic burn. Um, But I don't want to give too much away. Let's start where we need to start, where Evan was born and where he grew up. Um, Also a big contrast from Pete. He did not grow up poor um, or middle class. Evan grew up um in Baldwin, Missouri. He was born 1987. He Baldwin, Missouri is the nicest area in Missouri. His father was the vice president of the Charles Stewart Mott Foundation, and I did go ahead and like kind of look into this foundation. Um it is a charity organization supposedly that um is supposed to give back to like underprivileged people in the state. Um, it makes about $2.6 million income every year, and it out, its outcome is about $1.4 million. Um, so, I mean, even if everything is on the up and up with that, um, his family was eating good. He attended a private all-boys Catholic school um, his entire youth, essentially, up until they moved to Grand Blank, Michigan in 2001. Um, when he was 14, um, his father's, uh, foundation was trying to give back to Flint, uh, Michigan. I'm not sure if the water crisis had happened at that point, but it was an impoverished area that they were doing some sort of mission at. Um, and in Grand Blank was the first time, um, Evan was enrolled in public school. He didn't have a great time. He was bullied pretty badly in his first public school experience, which is kind of interesting because Grand Blank, I looked up, is not a poor area. It's a middle class, upper middle class area. But I guess, um, you know, if you're from an extremely wealthy area and have only gone to private school, it might be a bit of a shell shock to transition to that. Um, But it did give him the thing that he would do with the rest of his life. He fell in love with his acting classes, his theater classes, and he basically threw himself into this and was obsessed with it. He only made it um, half a year in Michigan. He begged his mom to take him out to L.A. so he could um, try to pursue his dream of acting. And while this is kind of hard to believe for like a poor or middle class family, like in Britney Spears' mom's book, Lynn says her daughter begged her to go to like 
auditions and stuff like that. And like, okay, but your house is being foreclosed on. Like, is that really a priority? Um, it really does feel like they're like trying to exploit, exploit their child with someone whose family was as rich as Evans. It doesn't feel that like that because, you know, they do have the money to kind of, uh, let him do that. So it doesn't surprise me that his mom was like, okay, um, she bought him a little apartment out there and divided half her time, um, between LA and Michigan flying back and forth. Um, so he could like go and do, um, auditions and stuff like that. Um, which actually saying out loud, it does sound really fucking weird. That is still weird. Um, but they did have the resources to do that for him. So yeah, he went to high school there in LA briefly. He made it to his sophomore year this time, um, but he was withdrawn from school um, so he could focus even more on acting at 16. So yeah, and this is actually not that uncommon um, when it comes to like celebrity stories. Um, I said in the Pete episode, like what happened to him is kind of unreal, but it's the truth. Um, Evan's path is more of the traditional trajectory of like, they basically drop out of school. Like, yes, he didn't like drop out. He had like a homeschool tutor, but it's all bullshit, that kind of stuff. And he had to hustle for like 10 years before he got a break. Like that's very typical Hollywood. So yeah, from 2002, when he's 16 on, we get this kind of like 10 year grind. Um, He was in a lot of commercials, he did a lot of print modeling. um, And then in 2004, he got his first movie role at 18. Um, The director was this guy, Michael Pucciocci. I don't know. Um, But it was definitely just a passion project. It was an indie film. He never did anything else. Um, And he didn't really get any like fame off of that movie. But it did kind of catapult him out of just, like, commercials and print modeling and into, like, actually acting. He was on, like, a bunch of different networks for, like, one-off episodes. He was on Disney, ABC. Um, He was in The Office. He was in um, The Mentalist. He was in On Monk. Like, he had a lot of different, like, one-off little episodes. And I think this is where we need to talk about another difference between him and Pete. Um, Evan Peters is a very private person. He's like a typical rich person. He tries to keep things under wraps. He doesn't want um, people in his business. So when I tell you digging up shit for this relationship was hard, it really was. <laughs> he dated a woman named Alexandra Breckenridge for some time in the 2000s. I can't give you a solid um, timeline of when. I believe his relationship started in 2005 because that's when his mom started, stopped flying out like regularly to see him. So I think that's when him and Alexandra started like really dating and probably worked together. The breakup of that relationship is a little more difficult to figure out. Um, They've both said they stopped dating by like the late 2000s. Um, But that is, you know, a huge time between... 2005 and 2010 um from what I've like seen and what I've kind of put together I do think it was probably around 2007 2008 they stopped dating um but like I said it's anyone's guess they're neither of them have given like a really solid timeline and like I said um he's very private and the fact that this is before he got really famous makes it even harder to figure out um what I will say is him and Alexandra um have always seemed cordial um in fact more than cordial at times 
Um, and what he said about this relationship was, and I think it's good because I do think this kind of sets off like red flags, is he said he was too insecure to date a girl as beautiful as her when he was that young and immature. And like that might like to some people sound very like romantic or sweet, but um <laughs> I don't know. That sets off like red flags to me. He also said at one point, I'm really shy. I've never been good with dating. I never know the right things to say to girls. And I care too much when I'm in a relationship. So I just like, I feel like these are like signs of a like kind of possessiveness. And I do see that in his like later relationships that and it gets really exacerbated and really bad. Um, but yeah, they broke up in my opinion, probably around 2008. That's when he gets his first like repetitive role. He gets it on, um, the CW's One Tree Hill, which if you don't know anything about the CW, it is a casting couch network and One Tree Hill is a casting couch show. I didn't see any blinds about him having to do anything like casting couchy, but I will say that like, it's a, it's weird that he like his first like reoccurring like role is on a show that is very known for the casting couch on it especially like the CW has like Teen Wolf like it, these are like a bunch of shows that are known for like casting couch and then he becomes like Ryan Murphy one of Ryan Murphy's muses and Ryan Murphy is also known for casting couch behavior so I don't know, but yeah, he does get his first like reoccurring role on um, One Tree Hill. It's for one season, and then again, he's back to like kind of little piddly roles. There's nothing really notable about 2009. Um, In 2010, he dates... uh, Pixie Jeldoff, um, she's a British model. They didn't really date long. They were seen together at Coachella, and um, they were seen for like a month or two together, and then they weren't seen together again, so I doubt it was anything serious. Um, And he got a supporting role in the movie Kick-Ass, so he got that. Um, But again, it's like nothing that is like really his big break. His really big break comes in 2011. First, he meets... um, Alexa Quinn, who is his, like, long-term girlfriend um, for two years anyway. Um, They meet early in 2011. She's an actress on the 91210 uh, show. I know that's, like, a big show, and I just, like, I know it. I I just don't. I've never seen it. Um, They actually met um, doing a play together. I don't know if I mentioned this, but that was another thing he was doing besides, like, commercials and... um, just like a bunch of different things. He also was doing a lot of live theater. So they met during um, doing the play Living at Home Together. But his big break comes pretty soon after that, um, after meeting Alexa in January. Um, In February, Ryan Murphy is pitching the show American Horror Story. And now we got to kind of jump over to Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy is like a megalith. He's definitely a Hollywood elite. Um, He has made uh, shows such as American Horror Story, Nip Tuck, Glee, Pose. Like he's he's known for raking in millions and millions of dollars with his shows. And um, he's also known for his casting couch. Um, (laughs) Especially he's, Ryan Murphy is a gay man. He's like part of the Velvet Mafia. So he's definitely known for um 
you know, certain people getting roles for certain reasons. Um, but he pitches it in February 2011. Production starts in April 2011. Um, it's picked up by Fox in July 2011. And then the show is airing October 2011. So um, it's interesting because Ryan Murphy has said that um, Evan and Tysa Farm Farmagia, um, the people that played Tate and um, Violet in the first season, were actually a B plot that he came up with later. Like it was one of those things that he tacked on, which is crazy because I think if you asked anyone what is most memorable about the first season of American Horror Story, they'd say it's their relationship. But yeah, he said that it's something he tacked on towards the end, and they were actually the last two he casted, with with Evan Peters being the last person. So that also kind of makes me feel like it was something casting couchy, like that he tacked on because maybe Evan did him a favor. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... So in late 2011, Evan is getting his, like, first taste of fame. Everyone's ecstatic. American Horror Story is a huge success, way above what anyone could have ever imagined. And um, in January 2012, on his birthday, he rents out a nightclub in Las Vegas. He throws a huge party. Um, His girlfriend, Alexa Quinn, is there with him. Um, But their relationship is not long for this world because in March 2012, he starts on working on a film called Adult World and his female co-star is um, Emma Roberts. So we need to jump over to Emma Roberts so we can like talk about who she is um, because um, with like, again, like to compare with Pete and Ari, I kind of was like, listen, like Ari's coming from a really dark place and so is Emma, but um it still is like really hard to sympathize with Emma Roberts because she is just someone that is just not easy to like. Um, she is the daughter of Eric Roberts. If you don't know who that is, um, he is an actor who's been like around the block in Hollywood. Um, and if you don't know him, you definitely know his sister, Julia Roberts. <laughs> um, she's from a Hollywood elite family, like one of those gold star elite families. Like you can't get rid of Emma Roberts. Like you're not canceling Emma Roberts out of Hollywood. Her family is too entrenched in the culture. But she went through trauma. I mean, she was a child actress. She got her start on Nickelodeon. Um, we've talked about Nickelodeon. Um, she worked on Dan Schneider shows, talked about Dan Schneider. He's a pedophile. Um, and while she is from a wealthy, well-protected family, I don't know if that means that she got away with not, you know, being hurt or molested by Dan Schneider because he molested so many girls on those shows. Even if she didn't, um, she's just coming from a very fucked up family. All of these, like, rich Hollywood families are, but, um, her blinds start when she's a minor, um, uh, Eric Roberts, um, her dad, he was on Celebrity Rehab, and, um, her, her first blinds are about him calling ahead to bars that, like, or events that she's going to as a teen actress to make sure they don't serve her alcohol, because apparently they've drank together, and she loves to drink and get really fucked up, and he didn't want her to be, you know, all fucked up for shows and stuff, which is crazy because, like, that means he was, like, drinking with her when she was well underage, which, again, like, it's fucked up. Your dad's, like, 
letting you get shit faced with him. But um, from Eric Roberts blinds, which we're not going to like go too deep into. Um, he's one of those celebrities that's like when he's on the wagon, he's very, very sober, like very like preachy, very all about that. But when he's off, like he is like a rip roaring train wreck who does not give a fuck about anything. So it does kind of sound correct that he was like drinking with his like 13 year old daughter. Um, it also kind of, (laughs) he's a precursor for who his daughter becomes because she too is a rip roaring mess when she's drunk. So yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. I'm not going to read all her blinds from like her teenage years or like before she met Evan. That would be way too many. But I did want to read one more just because I think it really um, highlights who she is. It's from when she's 18, 2009. Um, It says like this very well-connected young ingenue um, known for her name, Roberts, um, was so smashed at an event um, and was experimenting with other substances that people were like taking notice of her like in a not good way because she was so angry when she was blacked out like and these hollywood elites are used to drunk people like used to girls being fucked out out of their minds but what was so notable about emma was emma was so angry like she was screaming at people um to the point she had to be escorted out of the event because she was just blacked out and and was fighting with people um and i do think that that's kind of a (laughs) precursor to like the person that she becomes like she's always been this person and it does really show her privilege because you know uh, no other 18 year old ingenue is getting blacked out at 18 and like screaming at other like you know directors and actresses and actors emma can only get away with that because of her name like any other like young ingenue with no credibility to their name like that's a career-ending move um but because Emma Roberts is a Roberts, that was fine. So it's just downhill from there. Um, so her and Evan meet on Adult World in 2012. She actually sleeps with another one of her co-stars, John Cusack. Um, but John Cusack was just interested in the sex. And then he, like, drops her and never speaks to her again. Minus, you know, oblig- work obligation things. Um, so Emma turns to the person that has been like obsessed with her since they started filming Evan Peters. And once Emma is returning his affections, Evan drops everything. Um, He apparently just ghosted Alexa, you know, and they dated for like a year and a half, two years. So that's, that might beat out Pete for a text. Like it's even worse. Um, he just completely ghosted her <laughs> um, and they started dating because he was obsessed with her. Um, and I know I already kind of said it that um, Evan is very private, but um, I do want to just clarify before we get into this uh, couple because we're finally here. Um, this is a extremely toxic relationship and the fact that they are so private or they were so private is um, they I mean, because if they were not private, Um, they would be up there with like Sid and Nancy like Kurt and Courtney like that's how toxic they are to each other like it's because it's right away like it's bonkers how aggressive their relationship is um the fact that we only have like one or two like incidences of domestic violence that leaked out 
like to the mainstream is crazy. And I mean, it did leak out. People knew. I mean, you could, I, when I was doing research for this on the American Horror Story fan page, like it, they, their relationship is discussed as toxic. But like the actual incidents that like leaked were so few and there were so many. Like it was from the beginning. Um, so pretty much when they first started dating, the first blind that comes out in early 2013 about her Emma is Emma needs rehab desperately. No one can handle her when she's wasted. And almost every other day, she is wasted to the point of almost passing out. Now, this has been her blind item life since she was a minor. So this is nothing new. But the next blind is new. And it is that her dad tried to stage an intervention for Emma in 2013. And he tried to get Evan to be in on it. But Evan did not feel like Emma had a problem. Um, And instead, Emma moves in with Evan and cuts off her dad for a while. And (laughs) you know how I say that there's like these moments where you see like the split in the timelines? This is definitely, like, one of those moments. Like, I think their lives would have gone a whole different way. I also think that this kind of shows the theme of, like, Evan liking to play, like, possessive white knight to Emma. Um, Like, none of the blinds yet are saying he has any substance abuse problems. Um, They're all just him stepping in for Emma. Um... So, as 2013 goes on, we have blinds about people in hotels next door from them hearing them screaming at each other, um, people hearing them argue all the time, um, and then that, of course, um, all comes up to the, um, July 17th, uh, domestic violence arrest for Emma. Um, if you don't know, um, July 17th, 2013... Emma Roberts was arrested in the early hours of the morning for a domestic violence charge against Evan Peters. Um, She and him were in Montreal and it was heard they were in a hotel together and they were arguing um, and they got into a big fight in their Montreal hotel room A guest next door heard them fighting, um, and it sounded like it was bad, so they called the police. Um, Emma was not, was arrested when it was discovered. She had no marks, but Evan had bite marks, um, cuts, and bruises, as well as a bloody nose. Um, it also, after talking to them both separately, was figured out that she was the, um, aggravator. She was the one attacking him. So she was arrested. She spent the night in jail. Um, but of course, Evan dropped all charges and took her back immediately. Um, as we see, there are pictures of him coming to get her. Um, so this is the first incident we see of, um, her like beating on him, at least publicly. And this kind of starts this seven year slow burn of them being toxic towards each other, um, like violence and drugs and all this stuff. But initially it is really all Emma, um, I do think there is a certain, like, I don't know what kind of mentality Evan was in, but I do think that he kind of has this, like, from what he said, I I think he kind of takes pride in being the one that, like, 
comes and gets her and picks her up and you know I I don't know I I do think he he enjoyed being kind of this like white knight to this like broken girl um but instead of fixing her he just like she just rubbed off on him and they both became extremely toxic um but yeah in 2014 early 2014 um the blinds say Emma was drinking nonstop in an airport lounge then um, she was drank, drinking nonstop on the flight. Um, she was drinking and drinking and drinking. And then she started crying hysterically on the flight. She cried the whole time. Um, Evan would try to, like, comfort her. And, like, he would kind of get her to, like, cry into him for a little bit. And then she would, like, push him away and, like, start, like, getting upset. And then, like, start drinking again. Um, and this whole scene was, like, really bad. Um, he managed to keep her under control for the whole flight, but it was like walking on eggshells. Um, it was really bad. Um, and they did at one point try to cut her off and she started freaking out. Um, and he talked them into like letting her keep drinking essentially under her, his care. This is also coincidentally (laughs) this airline, um, situation, which there are pictures of her, like with her luggage crying, um, as she's, like, walking out of the airport in 2014. I'll, I'll try to post them to Tumblr. Um, this is also where we see her wearing her engagement ring. So either before or after this, he proposed to her. So apparently none of this behavior dispelled him from seeing her as, like, the woman of his dreams. So. And, yeah, it just keeps going. 2014 was a really crazy year for them. And, like I said, it's just... It's toxic in a completely different way than Ariana and Pete. It's just, like, it drags out. Like, we all know a couple like this. Um, or new one. Or maybe you were this couple. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so bad. Um, again, in 2014, Evan was called to pick her up from a restaurant where they, like, kind of knew the people. Um, they, like, frequented it often. She had passed out in the bathroom. Um, she had been drinking and taking prescription pills. Um, and she had passed out on the bathroom floor, like with all her goodies out and her purse. Um, so a patron came out, got the staff, a staff called Evan, Evan picked her up, clean, kind of cleaned her up, picked her up and took her home. Um, and now they are literally inseparable. They're together all the time. And Ryan Murphy, who like feeds off of drama and insanity, has met Emma Roberts um, on the scene of Amer- uh, on the set of American Horror Story, and he casts her to be on Coven, the fifth season of American Horror Story. Um, but he wants her to go to rehab. <laughs> Shocker! Um, so because they literally do everything together, they check into rehab together. Um, they didn't stay long. Um, it seems like it was kind of a performative thing. And then the blinds, which I I could already tell, like I'm telling you, but the blinds say that in 2014 post this like very brief rehab stint, they literally were together at all times. Inseparable. They were working together because they were working on Coven together. They were um, partying together like they always did. They never were apart from each other. And they were arguing nonstop, just like in 2013. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> very, very uncomfortable. This is where that dynamic um, that I was kind of hinting at really comes into play. He's extremely possessive, extremely jealous. He does not want her out of his sight. And she is a full-on um, alcoholic and drug addict. She is, you know, 
prone to these insane mood swings. She's violent. She's aggressive. She's dangerous. She's, well, she's tiny, but she's, she could, she could really hurt somebody. And that kind of goes into our next blind. Um, the next blind says that Emma threw a glass at Evan's face. Um, and it gave him a really nasty gash that required stitches. Um, of course, you know, he immediately took her back and was like not upset with her at all. But apparently that was over some sort of argument about her being on her phone too much. And um, she threw a glass at him. This is also when um, blinds start coming out about her on the set of American Horror Story. Which, you know, I mean, she's really not been on set that long. Um, it's like she literally just got put into this show. But apparently she was extremely insufferable on set. She was constantly drunk. She was crying all the time. She was a complete diva, complete prima donna. She was so rude to staff, especially if they were not also famous. Um, really, really mean and cruel to just like the average person on set. Ryan Murphy, though, is in love with her. Um, <laughs> but the rest, pretty much everyone else on set does not like her. And apparently when it came to season six, um, the rest of the staff was asked back before her, including Evan Peters. And it was very embarrassing for Emma. Um, but it was because literally no one wanted her back on set but Ryan Murphy and Evan. But, but she was. She was put back on set. So, you know, it's fine. Um, the next thing is a little triggering. Um, it's very triggering. It's sexual assault. Um, she was working on this movie called Palo Alto, um, with James Franco. And she'd been working on it since 2013. It came out 2014. Um, one of the few nights she wasn't with, um, Evan, because of all the fighting, she went out drinking with James Franco. Apparently, um, she blacked out. They slept together. Um, she really didn't want this to come out, but um, James, because he hates Evan, um, did tell Evan that he slept with uh, Emma Roberts. And I believe this because Emma has a history of substance abuse and blacking out. I also think that James has a history of being a creep. So, yeah, I mean, none of these things surprise me. Um, but it's interesting that the next blind between the two of them says that um, both Evan and Emma have substance abuse problems. So I wonder if either because he felt like he couldn't protect her or on a grosser level felt like, you know, his his thing had been, like, tarnished. He, I don't know, whatever the reason. But after this, we start getting blinds that... Evan is hitting the bottle really hard and um, doing a lot of drugs. Also in 2014, um, Evan is cast on yet another um, show with another person that is known for their casting couch. Um, he gets his spot as Quicksilver in um, the X-Men series <laughs> directed by Brian Singer, another person known for their casting couch. So I'm sure that too didn't feel good. I mean, he's, in my opinion, Evan Peters' career, every success has been on a show that involves a, a person who takes men to the casting couch. So again, you know, 
<laughs> it's not a, it's not, it's not looking like a good track record. So I'm sure that was not feeling good either. So yeah, this is now late 2014. Um, a blind said that um, Emma got into a drunk fight, like a verbal argument with a guy at a bar, um, was screaming at him. Um, <laughs> and Evan, you know, was screaming with her like they were very drunk. Evan stepped in, was like, do you want to fight? Blah, blah, blah. And um, nothing in Evan's background says he can fight. So I definitely believe this. Um, (laughs) The guy apparently punched Evan in the face once and uh, Evan was out cold with his nose broken. Um... And yeah, I, I, I 100% believe that. Nothing in Evan Peters' background gives me fighter. But yeah, apparently they got into a quote-unquote bar fight. And um, really, it was just a guy hit him and he passed out. And yeah, it just keeps going like that. Um, but like I said, after that, um, after Emma is assaulted, we kind of get these blinds about Evan using um, abusing substances. We also get him like mimicking her like diva behavior. Um, the next blind says he has anger issues like Emma, um, and he screamed at hotel staff, um, for throwing out him and Emma's pills and pot. And, um, he was screaming at the cleaning staff to the point where the manager threatened to call the police. And that's when he finally calmed down. Um, but you see this sort of like rubbing off, like her bad behavior rubbing off on him. And I just want to say, um, it's not like, I don't want to say it's all Emma. Like he's a grown man. Like he could definitely have left her, but I do think he was so in it, um, that, you know, you know, he was so obsessed with her. He was not leaving her. Um, and we do see him like over the course of these years transform into this like really angry, aggressive person. Um, but like I said, I don't entirely blame Emma. I do think he comes from a place of privilege. I do think he comes from a place of entitlement. And I think he always had the ingredients to be a angry, cruel person. And it keeps going like this. In 2014, um, more blinds came out. Someone said that there's no wedding on the horizon. In fact, they're on the verge of the, of a breakup. Um, there were constant drunk fights, endless drama, constantly um screaming in the streets screaming on set uh shoving each other just really really aggressive behavior in public so i can only imagine what it was like in closed behind closed doors um and the other thing that you read is evan and emma were like telling their friends we need to get i need to get out of this relationship but like (laughs) yeah they would drag their friends into it but if you're if any of the friends tried to intervene um both parts of the couple would like converge on that friend and blame that friend so um yeah it was very toxic and they were slowly alienating each other from any and all friends as well so it's super duper toxic um and the last blind of 2014 really kind of um is like a crescendo for that year um, it says that Evan was had not been home to the house he shared with him and his girlfriend for over a week. It says she um, he woke up in the middle of the night. He saw her pacing around with a knife, slurring and mumbling and tripping all over herself. Um, so she was in a blackout. Um, he called out to her. She burst into t- tears and dropped the knife. Um, 
it was really scary for him. Um, and he had told this like friend that he was scared that if he hadn't woken up, um, she might have tried to kill him um, because he was she was slurring about how she hated him and she wanted him to die um, and that they would never be happy together and uh, just like a lot of crazy shit. It says they broke up. This was like their 2015 breakup. They say it, they actually broke up like within that week. Like he said, I can't be around you. I'm, I'm scared of you. Um, but they waited until early 2015, um, to like actually break up in pub, like to the public because Emma was so devastated and he didn't want her to, um, to do anything drastic to him or herself. So that's why he waited. Um, and then Evan went to Ryan Murphy and Ryan Murphy, I don't know if I explained this well, Evan is one of his muses and I think it's because like Evan's give like done sex stuff <laughs> with him um sex stuff uh I also think Emma Roberts is one of Ryan Murphy's muses um because Ryan saw Emma for who she was like she's not acting in Scream Queens or in uh American Horror Story he was like you're a cunty girl like let's cast you as a cunty girl and he loves people like that he loves drama he loves he loves insanity and he loves like a crazy bitch so like he loves them both um and when evan came to him in 2015 he like basically told him about the most recent domestic violence incident um in late 2014 the one with the knife and he was like i need you to separate us at least for a while and i'm sure that broke ryan's heart because he loves drama but he decided to split them up and that's actually when um ryan pitched scream queens and if you say oh that's a little tight like a tight timeline think about how he pitched American Horror Story. He's so syndicated. Like, if he has an idea, it just goes through. So he made Scream Queens literally so he could keep working with Emma Roberts. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure the whole cast was happy because, like I said, in 2014, there was nonstop screaming in the streets and stuff like that. That's also on set. They were nonstop arguing. They said every single day in 2014 was... Um, on set ended with a screaming match between the two of them um, they would seek each other out to argue it was extremely uncomfortable for the rest of the cast um, so I'm sure all of the rest of the cast was um, you know <laughs> relieved um, but Ryan was not happy that he had to se uh, separate them but he did do it on uh, Evan's request because he essentially begged him um, in this brief breakup period, um, James Franco actually talked publicly about how he was seeing Emma Roberts. Um, so the blinds say he was just saying this shit because he hates Evan Peters. Evan Peters hates him. And he knew it would send Evan into like a rage. Um, but the blinds say Emma was never seeing James besides that one night where she blacked out and hooked up with him, which in my opinion is assault. Um, it says that she actually was seeing James's brother, Dave, and um, to her friends, which sounds very like Emma. She was like getting really drunk and like comparing Dave and uh, James's penises and saying that Dave had a better dick, which, you know, I believe it. <laughs> but their separation is very short lived. They're only apart about a month to two months before Emma is seen drunk at an in and out crying um she was seen walking around the building and also sitting on the curb outside the restaurant um hysterical she was talking loudly on the phone with evan and then evan pulled up and picked her up and um you know things are right back to where they were 
Um, but their relationship was definitely more up and down at this point. It wasn't like in 2014 where they were attached to the arm. Um, like there is this incident on incident on Scream Queens. Um, Emma, it says, would often arrive to Scream Queens completely normal, sober, and then by the end of the um, filming, be completely bombed. Like to the point they would try to like keep her out of her trailer because the longer they would keep her out of her trailer, the longer she would be sober. Um, interestingly, just a side note, it says she got along very well with Ariana and Leah, the other two big divas on set. But that makes sense to me because Ariana's a fucking addict. I am surprised she got along with Leah though. But they. It says she got along with them really well. This was like the best set she's ever been on. Maybe she just needs to be around other crazy people. But she would end up completely blacked out by the end of the filming. Um, And it says one day Evan came and went to go pick her up. And it was like on site. She saw him. She started screaming at him. Um, He started screaming at her, telling her to calm down, to stop being a bitch. Um, And it was just like a complete an utter like screaming match in front of everyone and then she like shoved him and like started like scratching him and like grabbing his arm and like trying to twist it um and he shoved her in front of everyone and said that um he was done with her being a fucking cunt and he was not going to deal with her anymore and it seems like this is where we get another like lull in their relationship because he is over it And this is like, when I get back to that first episode, sometimes real relationships become PR, they lull back and forth, because apparently Evan is seen at a California hotel complaining to his parents that were um, visiting about how horrible Emma is, that she's selfish, she's immature, she's annoying, um, that he's just waiting for a way to get out, and that his boss, Ryan Murphy, is asking him to stay with her at least for a year for publicity for American Horror Story. Um, And this makes sense because they are co-stars. Even if she's taking a break, it it makes sense that Ryan Murphy would want them together. They were getting a lot of press at that time. If you mentally go back to 2015, um, they were a big deal. So I, I believe that they probably did want him to stay together. Um, it also is interesting because he was on a date with Alexandra Breckenridge. Like it was a double date with his parents and Alexandra, his ex. Um, it says they were drinking white wine. They were all getting along. His girlfriend, Emma, was in town and they just were not together. Um, he did tell his parents uh, to not tell anyone him and Alexandra were together. Um, but, you know... That makes sense because Alexandra was, you know, a cast member on American Horror Story um, at one point. I don't know if I mentioned that, but she was the pretty nurse in season or pretty maid in season one, um, Moira, but the young version. So, you know, I'm sure he didn't want to like Emma to find out and think that he was cheating on her all that time, um, which I don't think he was, but she's psychotic. So, yeah. And I mean. Emma at this time has a boyfriend. Um, she's seeing Dave, Dave Franco. She's also seeing Chris Hines. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they both are kind of doing their own thing, even though they're publicly dating. Um, but, you know, they're so toxic. It was never going to work where they could just pretend to date. It was eventually going to get back to, you know, them being together because, you know, fake dating never works if you're like actually, if you actually have chemistry, it's not going to work. And what kind of sets this off is Alexandra Breckenridge gets married at the end of 2015. Um, I don't know why, if they were really dating. I do think they were. Um, She has said that um, 
she can't be in contact with Evan. They are friends, but it's too much for her. And I do believe, I, I think that Evan is either obsessed with you or he doesn't like give a fuck if you live or die. So I'm sure that he tried to kind of mimic what he had with Emma and Alexandra probably was like, what the hell? Like who, like what happened to the guy that I dated a few years ago? Um, so they, it didn't work out. And Alexandra did marry someone else at the end of the year. And then in early 2016, we get a blind about Evan that says, Evan is back on drugs bad. Worse than ever before. His girlfriend is doing much better with her sobriety since they've stopped seeing each other. But Evan is having a very hard time. Though no one wants them to get back together... They are meeting secretly for lunch a few times a week so she can support him. So we see these, the script kind of flip. She gets to feel like she's taking care of him for a little bit. And um, yeah, it's back to normal. By May 2016, we get um, <laughs> Emma and Evan are back off the wagon. they are going harder than ever before it gives them something to do and something to talk about without fighting (laughs) so you know i think this is where we get we start getting the real addict shit i mean she's always been but i think we're getting now where they together are like on some junky shit this is also when we get this like kind of disturbing interview from evan um he says that, you know, he goes method on his American Horror Story roles and lately he's been not able to keep his identity straight, which, um, <laughs> I mean, he's a cringy theater kid, so like maybe, but I don't know. He also said that he was recently diagnosed with insomnia and he, that he's finally figured out why he's never been able to sleep his entire life and he's maybe been getting two to four hours of sleep a night lately. Um, and I don't know how much I believe this. (laughs) I think that he's like an addict in the full swings of addiction. And he's also like in an insane relationship where like every hour or so he's screaming and fighting. And, you know, I mean, after a few years of that, your mental is gotta be in a really weird place. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he is turning into Tate some days and threatening to shoot people. I don't know. But more on their junkie shit. Um, They've both always been into drinking. Of course, Emma loves a good drink. Um, Emma's always been into pills. Evan dabbles in pills, benzos. Um, Evan loves pot. Um, But they've never really been into hard drugs. Um, And they went on a vacation, like a very private vacation in 2016. And like I said, the forum said that this is true. I'm not sure. I'm not Australian. Um, I don't know anyone in Australia. But they said like meth is a very like kind of like it's like coke here. Like it's kind of like a drug that people do. I mean, people do meth here, but there's definitely like a negative connotation to meth. And they said it's more like coke where like, yeah, there's a negative connotation, but it's kind of like a party drug because cocaine is not accessible in Australia. And Evan and Emma have dabbled in cocaine, but they've never like it's never been like their drug. And it it just says they got really into meth. <laughs> they got really into meth. So um, I don't know how true that is, but I'm going to read the blinds because, I mean, they say they got into meth. So with that in mind, this is the last blind of 2016 that 
um, I'm going to read. Um, it is from, I love when a working person, like the cleaning crew or the caterer sends in um, a blind, especially when NT leaves it like they wrote it, because um, I feel like that means they corroborated it. Um, this is from a valet's perspective, and I'm like obsessed with this blind. <laughs> Miss Roberts and Mr. Peters left an interesting pipe in their drink holder <laughs> when leaving their car for me to valet park. I decided not to call anyone because Mr. Peters left me an extremely generous tip and was very polite. So I don't know. <laughs> That's more about them being meth heads. So um, I love that though. I love that. It doesn't really like go into them being assholes, but I don't know, maybe Evan was having a good day. <laughs> so the first blind of 2017 um, is about the fact that she had a box made like a custom gold leaf um, painted box made for her that in the shape of an elephant engraved with her uh, initials, Emma Rose Roberts. Um, and when one of the store keeps asked what she was doing with it, she said it was to keep her drugs in, and when they kind of, like, gave each other a look, she kind of scoffed and said, please, my drugs are worth more than your guys' entire paychecks, which, darling Emma, you know, she just really knows how to make you feel for her. Um, but yeah, that was the first blind of 2017 that she had this box made that she carries all her drugs in now. And I mean, jealous. I wish I had a cool cute little drug box with gold leaf on it um the next blind is an oscars blind um it says that in 2017 they were both so completely destroyed on the oscars red carpet and it definitely does sound like meth it says that they were sweating really bad like she was sweating he was sweating it says that she could only stop to be interviewed once or twice that she rambled through them and really wasn't listening to anything the interviewers were saying and it said evan was even worse off evan kept clenching and clenching his fists he couldn't he couldn't be interviewed at all and he seemed extremely paranoid um yeah, I mean, I posted a picture on Tumblr of them on their 20, uh, the 2017 Oscars, and they do look a little odd. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but it does sound like meth. It definitely sounds like meth, but um, it says that they were so fucked up, they, they really couldn't function um, through the, throughout the night, really. And they really kept to themselves, only talked amongst themselves, um, and they were both very paranoid the whole night. So the last blind before another huge domestic violence incident is actually kind of sad. Um, it says that Emma was going around to her friends. Not really. She didn't really have that many friends anymore. <laughs> but her, like, co-workers um, on American Horror Story and on um, Scream Queens and was saying that um, her and Evan were going to get married really soon, um, that she was planning stuff. Um, she showed them, like, their her private Pinterest and... She was saying that things were going really well and that they were definitely going to get married soon. So that's kind of sad considering the next blind is about um, a huge domestic violence incident. But such is life when you're a meth head, um, though this isn't entirely her fault. Um, it says that she was receiving inappropriate texts from a guy named Hayden Christensen. Um, it says that it was one-sided, that she did not um, she wasn't interested in him and it really kind of seems like he wasn't that interested in her like he was just trying to kind of start the rumor mill but I guess he didn't get the news that um 
she is in an extremely toxic codependent relationship because um, this um, it, these texts cause a huge domestic violence incident. Um, it says that the night that um, her team put out like things that this was like not a not a real thing um, at her own home. There was a, a, like screaming all night long um, around eleven p.m. Emma ran outside with a knife um and (laughs) it's not funny um she had to be physically restrained from slashing evan's tires she was ranting and raving about him seeing other women and how dare he call her a whore um (laughs) evan seemed pretty unperturbed by this um the staff that was holding her back of like lost control of her she ran over to his um car um and he ran up to her and basically shoulder checked her into the road um and she fell onto the pavement and he dragged her back into the house um while she was like crying and bleeding and the domestics were then threatened with legal action everyone was forced to hand over their phones and a paranoid Evan went through each one. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Ev- it's not funny. While Emma was like crying on the couch, bleeding. Um, and yeah, that uh, that happened apparently. Emma chipped her tooth and she was bleeding. It said that she her lip was bleeding and also um, one side of her arm got road rash from like, you know, falling onto the pavement and, and you know, scraping. Um, this incident also i wasn't laughing because it's funny like i said i i'm laughing because it's uncomfortable like i i sound like that's uncomfortable um but anyway um after that it seems like they separated from each other like this seems like this incident really disturbed evan once he got sober um it's it's they said that he was like really upset about it um and he didn't want to be near her because he was afraid of hurting her and yeah, it, it, he, I guess, had never done anything like that to her before. So um, he was very, very disturbed. Um, and he was the one who tried to pull away from her, it says. So, um, yeah, it says that they kind of stopped seeing each other for a little bit again. Um, and it seems like this is when their relationship becomes kind of pr again. Um Evan checks himself into rehab early 2018 and he hires a 24-7 sober coach to stay with him at all times. Um, he had been recommended this on the set of X-Men um, and he had had one on the set of X-Men, um, but now he had one that was like like with him when he was not, because he was sleeping at a rehab center um, most, well, the first half of 2018. And then when he was on set, he had a sober coach. Um, And it seems like Emma was not on board with this because at one point, um, I guess he called her with his sober coach, begged Emma to check into rehab. Um, He said he didn't want them to break up, but he didn't want them to keep hurting each other. And apparently Emma cursed him out. Um, So (laughs) I don't know. It kind of makes sense when their relationship ends. They say like this weird thing that they drifted apart Um, because in a way they did. he was on his little sobriety journey, um, and she was not on board. Like, in contrast um, to the blind about him sleeping at a rehab center and having a 24-7 sober coach, 
um, we have a blind about Emma getting thrown out of <laughs> um, the mon- montage on Laguna Beach after going on a drunk tirade after the bartender cut her off. Um, <laughs> like trying to lean over and strangle the bartender. Um, and the uh, blind says that she was notably alone for the entire affair. So like I said, uh, 2018, they're on, they're on different journeys. But, you know, they're still codependent, but they're kind of detangling, um, at least for now. Um, it says that for the first half of 2018, Evan called her almost every other night to beg her to come to rehab with him or to, you know, f- to let him give her a sober coach. Um, it says that eventually she stopped picking up his calls. And in mid-2018, when he felt comfortable enough to stop sleeping at the rehab center, he got a separate place for himself because he was afraid he would relapse if he went back to their home. The final straw was um, in late 2018. Apparently, he got in contact with her family, Eric, Julia, her mom, um, and they organized an intervention for her, which is, you know throwback you didn't want to go last time but yeah they apparently organized an intervention for her um (laughs) when she realized what was happening she was completely furious um she told all of them to never speak to her again and she stormed out um and I think this is what kind of chases her into her next boyfriend's arms Garrett Headland. um And we got to jump to Garrett Hedlund. I mean, he's not that relevant to Evan, but really he is because everything that is related to Emma is relevant to Evan because they are that toxic and codependent. Um, They started partying early 2019, probably because Evan was sober and it looked like he was not interested in going back on that path, you know. So Garrett Hedlund is a drunk. He's a drug addict. He'll fuck anything that walks. Like, he's just, he's he's a junkie. Um... And him and Emma started partying together in early 2019. And they really, the relationship really was solidified by this intervention. Um, the, the blind, or not the blinds, the mainstream news says Emma and Evan were broken up in March 2019. But according to the blinds, they were like broken up by January 2019. And that makes sense because that's always how they've been. They're very private. Um, it says that, um, Evan was really throwing himself into his work. Um, It also says that he may have been dating like a normal girl that he met on set. Um, There was no blinds about it. So if that's true, um, that girl never like snitched on him, told people about his life or anything like that. Um, But it does say that he exchanged numbers with someone on the set of American Horror Story who was not staff, like someone who like worked on the set. So, um... I don't know. Um, He may have briefly dated someone on set, um, but his next relationship isn't until Halsey in September of 2019. And um, they didn't date long. They dated about six months, but they were very public. Um, And that's typical for Halsey. Halsey is very public. So it kind of makes sense that there were like a million images of them for the six months that they did date. We're not really sure how he and Halsey met. Um, If I had to guess, it was probably through the online world because she's been tweeting that she has a crush on him since 2012, like before she was famous. And she's done this pretty consistently. Um, 
she tweeted about him again in 2015. So she's definitely had a crush on him for a while. So maybe she saw they broke up. She also had just come out of a relationship with Youngblood. Um, so it seems like they both kind of were like rebounding. Um, but yeah, they only dated until 2020. Um, Halsey said they broke up because after getting to know him, they had extremely different worldviews. Um, Halsey's her own can of worms. You know, she's known for dating a lot of people, cheating on people. So who knows? Again, Evan is very, um, private. It doesn't seem like there was like any like DV, like no domestic violence or anything like that in this relationship. Um, Halsey being the mess that she is and like (laughs) the lover of drama and being very public, she did like a few tweets. Um, some, uh, stan of hers or fan had, uh, screenshotted um evan's likes and it looks like he had liked some um some conservative stuff uh which doesn't surprise me like i said he's he he was raised a rich boy so it looks like he liked like some conservative campaign stuff and um the, the fan had screenshotted it and um said is this why him and halsey aren't together anymore and halsey liked it so and i'm sure that truly was a part of it but I do want to just say that her and Youngblood were constantly in in contact while uh, her and Evan were dating her ex, her most recent ex, when they had uh, started dating. Um, because Halsey is terminally online, um, we have a beautiful record um, of him commenting on her posts, her commenting back, them liking each other's posts, um, her off to the side in an interview saying, oh yeah, me and Youngblood were talking about this while she's dating Evan. So again, she's known for cheating. Um, and Evan has a history of being jealous. Um, so I'm sure that that was part of it too, where he just realized she was not going to be, she couldn't be toxically codependent with him. So he was just like, "Mm, I gotta go, you know? So they didn't really work out. And it doesn't seem like their relationship, like it did not end well. I mean, Halsey has never really said anything positive about Evan, but, um, compared to some, well, Emma, this really wasn't like that intense. Um, And post that, um, he seems to kind of stay, like, on the wagon. Like, he just keeps working. Um, Ryan Murphy in 2020 actually promotes Evan to being one of the producers of the show, which is a big deal. Um, And he has been working on them since season 10 on. So he now is no no longer just an actor, but he is a writer and producer on the show, which is pretty um, incredible. You know, that's a pretty penny like that's a that's a big upgrade um and anyone that knows what I talk about with Hollywood and the elites is like the way to become an elite is to get behind the scenes so um you know I'm I'm sure that he's very happy that he has a role like that now but yeah 2019 and 2020 I mean yes he has the kind of like messy Halsey relationship but he has a relatively like normal two years um like I said he really threw himself into his work Um, He was a huge part of American Horror Story in 2020. Um, And, you know, things are looking good. Um, Emma has her baby in 2020 with uh, Garrett Hudland. Um, You know, they started seeing each other in 2019 and she got pregnant in 2019 and she had her baby Rhodes in 2020. Um, And the blinds say that pretty soon after... Um, the baby is born in late 2020. Um, her and Evan are in contact. 
Um, so pretty much when he breaks up with Halsey, a little bit after that, he starts texting Emma. Um, Emma is texting him for support and he's texting her back because Garrett is an alcoholic and a drug addict, though I, I mean, so is Emma, but (laughs) apparently she's like texting him for support, um, in getting sober. Hopefully she was sober while she was pregnant. Um, (laughs) But yeah, she's uh, texting him for sobriety support. Um, And then it says in early 2021, they start hooking up. So. So yeah, the blinds also say that Evan has met the baby, fed the baby. Emma has like texted him things like, I wish it was your baby. Um, Yeah. And I have not seen these pictures of Evan feeding the baby. But they, the blinds say they're out there, and I believe them because they said there were blinds or pictures of uh, Pete shooting up, and I found those. So they're probably on some Russian site somewhere. But um, yeah, it says that Evan has been around um, for a while now. Like all of 2021, Emma has had this kind of like double life, double relationship situation where she's publicly dating Garrett, but her and Evan are really dating. And it apparently um, is the best they've ever been, which (laughs) it's just because they're not actually together that they're doing so good. You know, they get to shit talk someone else like I wish that they could see that. But yeah, apparently they're great. They he's an incredible stepdaddy. Like they're just they're so great. And I'm so glad that I did wait to do this relationship because one week ago from the 23rd, her and Garrett broke up. They separated. They they moved out of their house because it's been a shit show. Like all 2021, it's been really toxic. He's really been having problems um, with alcohol. They've had a lot of domestic violence disputes. Um, They've had a lot of just issues at home. And I'm sure she's mentally checked out because she's dating someone else. So a week from today, today's the 25th, or no, a week from the 23rd. So that was the 23rd. So like maybe like the 17th, 18th, I'm bad at math. They officially broke up. Like that was in the tabloids like a week ago. And they sold their house together like two days ago. And on the 23rd, he got arrested for public intoxication and admitted to like domestic violence issues with him and Emma. So, yeah, I mean, she is a free woman. And I'm predicting it now that her and Evan are going to get back together. Um, And I hope they don't think that this is going to like be good or like they're going to not be the way they were. It's just the fact that there was someone else to you know, put the blame on. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a, um, Emma Evan reunion. So, you know, I mean, everyone start looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the end of his blind item life. It just says in 2021, him and Emma have been hooking up and have been like having a relationship behind, uh, her, ex now ex-boyfriend's back um and yeah I mean looking into his life I'm really happy I did because I was really worried after looking into Pete's I was like oh my god like am I gonna like look into everyone's life and be like oh my god like I actually really like them like they're great (laughs) but no I this was a ride and a very different kind of ride and um yeah I mean rough that's all I could say I I really hope him and Emma 
don't get back together, but I've read the blinds and things are, they, the wheels are turning and I think they will be back together. And, you know, uh, toxic. That's all I can say. They're extremely toxic. Um, yeah, I love toxic couples, but they were toxic in a completely different way. Um, they were beaten on each other, shit like that. So, um, it sucks that there's a baby now. It sucks that there's a baby involved. Um, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. And, uh, tell me who you want me to do next week. Um, it's probably going to be seven days because five days was way too soon. Um, but yeah, send me DMs of people you want me to do. Cause I don't know, this was fun. Um, Evan and Emma forever.